Hello, everyone, and welcome to another exciting episode of Mindset to Mastery, the podcast. I am your host, Keisha A. Rivers, President and Chief Outcome Facilitator of the CARS Group, where we facilitate outcome. On this week's episode, I want to talk to you about evicting the element of fear, or as I like to say, the boogeyman doesn't live here anymore. And the reason I'm talking about this is because Fear is the number one reason that we don't achieve what we want to in our lives. And this applies both personally and professionally. And so here on Mindset to Mastery, the podcast where we talk about ways that you can change your mindset and master your success, I'd be remiss if I didn't talk about the, the role that fear plays in, in all of this. And so I wanted to talk to you today about what the elements of fear are, how to recognize them, how they show up in your life um, in ways that you may not have actually thought about, and then some tips and strategies and actionable items that you can actually apply to be able to address the fear, get over it, and use it to your advantage. So I want to start by by having you think about this. You know, our decision-making ability is rooted in our belief systems and the way that we see the world and our place in it. Our views of the world are largely rooted in our perceptions, the way that we think about things, the way that we take in information and and figure out what it looks like and what it means to us. And nothing clouds and shapes our perceptions and therefore causes more issues when it comes to creating a successful life than fear. And when we examine all of the aspects of our lives that really scare us, those things that frighten us to our core, keep us paralyzed in our current situations, where we're wrapped in our comfort zone of issues and mediocrity, the underlying common thread is a fundamental fear of the unknown. Because think about it, if you've never done it before, you've got a little bit of trepid, you know, a little bit of apprehension about it. If it's not something you've experienced, if it's not something you've been a part of, you naturally have a little bit of fear um, and anxiety. And so the fear that you have is what is, is showing you where you should actually run to instead of run from. So it's not that we're afraid that we can't do something completely or that we'll fail at something new. Yeah, you know, that's part of it too. But it's more that we don't know for certain that we're going to succeed. We don't know without a shadow of a doubt that this is going to happen. So fear of the unknown is in essence fear of the boogeyman, quote unquote, that shadowy creature that plagued you when you were a child that lurked under the bed or under the covers or in the corners that you couldn't really see to know that they were there or not. But it's something that you kind of thought was there because you couldn't see it. And so even though you couldn't actually see the boogeyman, you know, that's what made him all the more terrifying, but because you couldn't see him, you couldn't be sure he wasn't there. So in this case, not seeing him doesn't mean he doesn't exist. The same thing happens with us when we're planning and we're thinking about what it is that we want to do with our lives and how we want to embark on something different. So evicting the element of fear from your life has more to do with understanding, acknowledging, and dealing with fear than it does ignoring or banishing it outright. So I say, instead of running from fear or instead of saying that it doesn't exist, run towards it. Identify what it is, you know, face it head on. And and fear, one thing that we have to remember, fear is at its core an emotional state 
that nature provided to us as a means of protecting us from harm. So every creature is naturally programmed with a fight or flight response when encountering something new. For many of us, however, the flight response has taken over permanently and we've never developed our fight response when it comes to pursuing our passion, our purpose, our legacy, and, and really focusing on our personal and our professional development. So. In this episode, we're going to examine some strategies that will help you to identify the boogeyman that exists in your life in all its forms. We'll develop a sound action step to address those issues. We'll move past them and help you to transform your flight into a fight response and effectively evict the element of fear from your life as a hindrance to your path of becoming the creator of your success. So one of the things I want you to remember, first off, fear is the number one reason that we don't achieve what we want to in our lives. Fear of failure, fear of what others will say, what others will think, rejection, disappointment, and yes, even fear of success. The other examples of fear you understand, but I know, I know you're probably thinking, success is what I'm working for. This is why I'm listening to your podcast. This is why I'm reading. This is why I'm going to these development sessions. This is why I'm doing what I'm doing. This is what I'm working for. I would never be afraid of succeeding, but it's actually true. So I want you to imagine this scenario. You've been working day and night to climb your way up the ladder in a company where you started in an entry-level position, maybe even working in the mailroom. As you've worked harder and learned more, you were promoted and you moved up. With each promotion, you were given more responsibility. Now, here it is a few years later, and you're offered a position that would make you the youngest vice president in the company and have you presiding over the department where you were first hired as a mail clerk. You think you would be ecstatic, right? Well, now you start thinking about the people who were all once your quote-unquote bosses who are now going to be your quote-unquote colleagues and even in some cases work beneath you as part of your team. All the other members of the senior management team who at every opportunity tell stories about how they remember when you first started working in the mailroom, how young you are, you were, and how young you still are. So now you start second guessing yourself and your abilities because you're also the only one at the senior management level without a college degree. Thoughts of, can I really do this? But what did they really think of me? And am I really prepared for this? Start crowding in your mind. So what do you do? For many people, they start to subconsciously self-sabotage or they may even go as far as turn down the position. Anything not to have to subject yourself to the doubts and the fears. That's the definition of the fear of success. The key to overcoming fear is not to ignore it, but instead to face it, understand it, and yes, to use it to your advantage. One key point I want you to remember, fears are the stories we tell ourselves. There is nothing more creative than the human brain when it comes to filling in the blanks. And so for the things that we don't know outright, the things that we don't understand outright, our mind naturally wants to try to fill in those gaps. So when we experience fear, we're telling ourselves stories about our perception of reality or our version of reality. And that version and that perception is, is in, impacted by the way we see things, the way we perceive things and what we believe. 
So what we need to do is recognize just what is developing this perception and use it to create the elements that will help us to develop our success instead of serving to keep us as victims of our circumstances. So I want to give you three truths about fear. One, fear is emotional. The main factor that we forget when dealing with fear is that while it's true we experience an incredibly overwhelming physical response when afraid, our hearts race, our palms sweat, our legs shake, fear is actually only an emotion. And emotions come and go. So that means it's only temporary. Therefore, it stands to reason that if you can gain control over your emotions, you can gain control over your fear. So in order for us to begin to evict the element of fear from our lives, the first step is to understand and recognize that the fear that we are experiencing is an emotional response to a trigger. And as a result, we should understand that this too will indeed pass. So you have to understand if you want to start changing your mindset so that you can create your success, you don't make permanent decisions based on temporary emotions. Number two, we fear things we don't understand. So when it really comes down to it, we fear things we don't understand all that well because it's so much easier for our minds to fill in the blanks, as I said, and create the rest of the story than it is for us to discover the truth. So the best way to address this is to actually identify the reasons why you're afraid and list them. Be as reasonable as possible in explaining an answer to each one. The key in this case is going to be to build an understanding in order to get past your fear. If it's a person or a culture or a way of life or a new place, then list the reasons why you're afraid and then do your research to address those concerns, to answer those questions, to fill in the gaps with facts, not with emotions or with conjecture. Don't just let your fears and lack of understanding continue. You have to combat it. So if you want to create your success, you're going to seek to identify the things that you don't understand and ask the questions necessary to obtain the knowledge and the information you need to overcome your fear. Number three, we fear the unknown. When we encounter new situations and experiences, it's natural for us to want to pull back because of our fear because we're not sure of what's going to happen. Will it go well? Will it go badly? Will it be successful? Will I get hurt again? Sometimes we don't even know what we're afraid of exactly. We just know that we're afraid, so we pull back and we run, or worse yet, we stand still and we go nowhere. The way to address this is twofold. First, you identify exactly what it is that you're afraid of. I like to play this game where I give my fears a name because I believe if I can name it, then I can conquer it. It's so much easier to remain fearful of something when you don't know what it is. So if you can't conceptualize it, quantify it, explain it, identify it, or wrap your head around it, naturally, you fear it. So I'm a big fan of animated movies. Okay, I'm a fanatic. And I particularly love the DreamWorks movie Over the Hedge. It's about a small group of woodland creatures who awake from hibernation one spring to discover that their habitat has been all but obliterated and replaced with a sprawling suburban development. All of what's left of the woods they once knew is a square of quote-unquote green space surrounded by an enormous hedge. Well, of course, they've never seen a hedge. They don't know what to call it, and since it seems to go on forever, 
They don't know what to make of it and they're naturally afraid of it. So while they're all huddled together in a group staring up at this overbearing monstrosity that looms above them, they repeatedly ask each other what it is. And there's this character called Hammy the Squirrel who offers this suggestion. Can we call it Steve? I'd be much less afraid of it if I just knew what it was. And Steve seems like a nice name. Now, I'm not saying that you have to call your fears pet names like Steve, but hey, if it works, do it. But what I am saying is that when you identify specifically what it is you're afraid of, then you have something tangible to direct your efforts towards and you can come up with a strategy and a plan of action to enable you to overcome it. You have something tangible to direct your efforts towards. You have something that you can, you can focus on. And this will help you to be able to move past it. And secondly, your additional fear comes from feeling that you can't deal with the outcomes of the situation. So you don't need to identify two things. So what you need to do is, you know, identify two things, the best case scenario and the worst case scenario. And we'll talk a little bit about that in a bit. And so you have to create a positive image of yourself being successful in order to aspire to in your actions. Everybody talks about the power of visualization. And, and I talked about tunnel vision and, and what that looks like in our lives in, in a previous episode. But we always go to the point of picturing only the success. We never picture what happens if it doesn't work. And so because of that, we're only preparing ourselves for what's good or what could possibly go right. So I want to give you three tips and three action steps or things that you can take from, from this and that I want you to try right now. So the first thing is visualize the best and plan for the worst. So I just mentioned about that feeling that you can't deal with the outcomes of the situation. So I want you to identify two things, the best case scenario and the worst case scenario. Most times when you're talking about envisioning, we vision, we have the vision of your My Movie of Success. I talk about that all the time. But identifying the worst case scenario so you can be prepared for emergencies is actually a good rule of thumb as well. So in this, you would list what could happen, how you, how you would deal with it, and then put it aside. So identify the worst case scenario, ask yourself, What's the worst thing that could happen? How would I deal with that? What would I do to address that? Write those steps down and then put it aside. Don't dwell on it incessantly. Don't obsess about it. Don't work yourself up worrying about it. Just list the top three worst case outcomes. Create your plan to deal with each one and leave it at that. Now you're prepared. Just knowing that you have a plan does a lot to help you and to, to quench, quench your fear, but also to help you to move forward instead of being stuck in anxiety. Then you identify the best case scenario of what can go right. Focus on that as your vision of success mind movie to calm you, encourage you, and direct your energy in a positive direction. And this way you become solution-oriented instead of problem-led. And when you're solution-oriented, you feel more in control, which makes you feel better and lessens your fear. Number two, your fears actually tell you what to focus on. That means it talks about whatever it is that you're afraid of, those are the areas where you need to grow. Those are the areas where you need to, the, of, of weakness that you need to address. Those are the shortcomings and the things that you don't feel prepared for. So you ask yourself, 
What am I afraid of? And like I said, give it a name. Specifically, be complete in your act in your in your description of what it is exactly you're afraid of. And then ask, what is it about this that scares me? Sometimes we can name our fear, but we don't really know what is it about the fear that really throws us off. So you have to do some soul searching and you have to be reflective and you have to be honest with yourself about what it is that makes you so afraid of this scenario. Is it a past hurt? Is it a past situation? Is it a past failure? Is it a mental model? Is it the voices in your head? Is it someone else's voice that keeps whispering and, and you know reminding you of things that they said before? And then what can I do differently to prepare myself for this? Because remember, fears are stories we tell ourselves. So if you're telling yourself a false narrative that you can't do this, if you're telling yourself something about you don't belong, if you're telling yourself that you can't be successful, if you're telling yourself that you can't handle it, you need a counter narrative. So what is it that I can do differently to prepare myself for this? And then number three, you're going to take action. Fear resides in our minds. Fear can seem so palatable and so real and so tangible because our emotions are so palatable and so real and, and seem so present because they consume us. But if we take action, because the best way to get over or past your fear is to face it. And the best way to face it is to do something that is the opposite of it. I have had a fear of heights since I was little. You know, I would go up and, and, and even though I was, you know, if I'm flying, I love sitting by the window seat. I have this natural fear of heights. And one day I decided that I was done being afraid because I loved the view from up high. I love the view of the sky. I love, you know, the open view, all of that. And I could not see myself enjoying it fully if I didn't master this fear. So I got in my car on a milk run, which for me is just getting in the car and driving. And I end up about, you know, two hours away in Myrtle Beach because I lived in Charleston at the time. I'll end up in Myrtle Beach. I get out, stick my feet in the water because water calms me. I turn around and I'm about to drive back and I pass this sign that says helicopter rides. Now, mind you, I'm afraid, I'm afraid of heights. I get up there, my legs shake, I, you know, I, I clam up, I, I have to hold on to something and I'm like terrified. And I finally said, you know what? I'm gonna get over this because I had a brand new 35 millimeter camera and I wanted to take pictures of the ocean and the, and the, and the shore from the helicopter. So I went in, paid my 20 bucks, waited for a couple of other people to come in because you had to have so many people in the helicopter, got in the helicopter and we took off. Now, it's one of these helicopters that is enclosed in the glass bubble so that you actually feel as if you're, you know, riding in nothing. <laughs> and as we lift off, I could feel my legs start shaking and I could feel my heart start beating faster. And I told myself, your fear of heights is not real. Instead of focusing on your fear, focus on the positive. Focus on what you want to get out of this experience. Focus on the sunset, focus on the ocean, focus on, on this camera and taking pictures through the camera. And I, and, I, and I did that. I started focusing on the other things that I enjoyed and the other things that brought me joy instead of focusing on what I was afraid of. And as a result, I completely forgot about being in the helicopter. 
yeah, you know, I still, you know, didn't completely forget about it because I was still a little bit nervous, but it was, I wasn't completely deathly afraid to the point where I was paralyzed anymore. So why do I tell you that? When you take action, it's not just enough to visualize it. It's not just enough to plan for it. It's not just enough to identify it. You have to take some type of action. You can't just shift your mindset and say, oh, now I've listened to Keisha's podcast and I know, you know, about fear of being an emotional response and it's only temporary and I know I need to make a plan and I'm good now. No, you need to take an action. And that's why every episode of, of this Mindset to Mastery podcast, I talk about changing your mindset, mastering your, your success, and having three, at minimum, actionable items that you can begin to implement immediately. If you do not do something different and apply something different within the first few moments or the first day or so of actually learning it, then you're not going to internalize it and you're going to lose it. So this is imperative for you. You need to take action. And one thing that you do differently every day to address your fear. If you have a fear of public speaking, then volunteer to give a report. Start by by practicing in front of the mirror. Record yourself, do a Facebook Live, go on social media, do a video. Start giving a report to the rest of your team. Something, anything that begins the process of turning this around because you cannot evict the element of fear. You cannot reverse the, the, the hold that fears have on you if you are not willing to do something to counteract it. So after we've identified our best case and our worst case scenarios, after we've identified and created a plan for success, after we have identified and looked at the, the reasons that we need to focus on this and what is it about, it about the situation that's showing us what we need to learn and what we need to be better at and how we need to grow, Once we've done all of that, we still have to be honest with ourselves and we still have to look at what is it that we need to do differently. Ronald E. Osborne said, unless you try to do something beyond what you have already mastered, you will never grow. Fear is designed to keep us in the same place where we've always been. It is not something that is going to allow us to move beyond our comfort zones. And if we don't experience and face our fears, we'll never experience and achieve success. Fear comes with the unknown. Success is as a result of pushing yourself beyond your current level or state of being, essentially pushing yourself into the unknown or bottom line, chasing and facing your fear. So if you examine the reasons why we never start or finish a journey, you'll find the litany of fears that are standing between you and the success that you crave and desire. In order to achieve the success that you crave, you need to get to the other side of fear. So the next time you find yourself shaking in your boots at the prospect of doing something new that's so completely beyond you, Don't turn and run in the direction. Don't stand frozen in time. Instead, chase the fear. Acknowledge the fear. Embrace the fear. Name the fear. Follow that feeling of anticipation. Embrace the uncertainty and attack what you have identified systematically and strategically so you can experience the exhilaration of success. 
Fear is innate. It is put within us for a variety of reasons, like I said, initially to protect us, sometimes from ourselves. But it's up to us to be able to identify when fear is a good thing that is going to serve us and when, thing, when fear is turning toxic and is going to just impede us. We have to look and understand uh, what it is that causes us to do the things that we do as well as what it is that causes us to back away and not do the things that we should. Just because I'm doing a podcast episode on this does not mean that I am without being affected by this myself. And in a lot of ways, most of the podcast episodes I do is because I've experienced these things firsthand myself or because I've worked with clients and groups and teams and, I've, and I understand what it is that they go through and, and I see firsthand the impact that this has on them. And when it comes to fear, I've had my fair share doing this podcast. I think, you know, if you've listened to it for a while and you've seen my LinkedIn profile, I wrote a whole article on how I really, really, really did not want to do a podcast because of my fear. And so here it is over a year later and I've finally found my voice. I finally found my rhythm. I have realized that the very thing that I would I was so adamant and resistant to doing was actually the catalyst that would catapult me to my greatest triumph and would encourage me to grow and develop in ways even I hadn't anticipated. After starting this podcast, I have spoken at larger conferences. I have been a guest on other people's shows. I have, I have actually increased my, visual, my, my visibility across all platforms because I have understood that my fear of doing this was rooted in my own insecurities and in my own fear of the unknown and me not believing that I had something worthy to share. And when you, when you understand what false narrative your fear is telling you, when you understand the fill in the blanks that your brain is going through and how it's falsely filling it in with all of these negative perceptions, and then once you make an action plan and you do it, then you are equipping yourself and empowering yourself to be able to change your mindset about fear and to be able to master your success. I hope this episode has been helpful for you. I hope the strategies and the tips that we, that we, talk, that we discussed today is something that's going to assist you and your team and your organization in moving forward. Please drop us a line. Go visit my website at carsgroup.com. That's K-A-R-S group.com. You can find our podcast syndicated every week on milehighradio.com as well as on our website at carsgroup.com or you can find us at iHeartRadio, Spotify, Spreaker, Google Play, as well as iTunes and several more. You can also visit our Cars Group um, Mindset to Mastery YouTube channel to catch up on all the latest information. And I want you to stay tuned for some exciting news that we will be announcing in the next couple of episodes, um, as well as sign up for our newsletter online so that you'll be notified, one of the first, be, first to be notified of any new um, uh, events and activities and, and announcements that are coming. Again, my name is Keisha A. Rivers. I am President and Chief Outcome Facilitator of the CARS Group, where we facilitate outcome through strategic planning, team and talent development, and applied learning. I encourage you 
to always, always, always look at and examine the way that you think, the way that your mind works so that you can begin to change your mindset and master your success. Until next time, if you have um, a question that you want me to answer, if you have any things that you want to address, or if you just want to let us know how this episode has impacted you, please, please, please drop us a line. Um, you can shoot us an email or send us a message via our website. I hope this has been helpful. I hope that you have enjoyed this episode, and I thank you for tuning in. Be sure to share us, be, be sure to like us, and until next time, this is Keisha A. Rivers signing off.